Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I am one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. That is me. I am I. You are you. And this is this. I told you, like, I can't. <laughs> You've been reading way too many Dr. Seuss books to Jillian. That's all I'm going to say. You are you, and this is this. But who is who, and which is which? Ooh, that's good. i got to write that down. Hold on. <laughs> The I, I, can new new Dr. Seuss. I can be the new Dr. Seuss. I can be the new Dr. Seuss. So, Thomas Geigel, I'm Chris Muller. What would my like kid pen name be? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it. It's gonna be off the top of the dome. In three, two, one. Sir Funnington. <laughs> it's too long. I like Sir though. Sir something. Sir, sir. No. I was like you're stuttering. <laughs> Um, it's October 9th, 2018, a Tuesday. Nailed it. I'm not even at work, and I know what day it is, what date it is. Hell yeah. If you're new here, every single week, we... Mo fucks up the date. Except today. Don't, not every single week. On many weeks, I fuck up the date. Today's not one of those days. But every week, we talk about a movie... It's either randomly selected out of our box of every movie we own or nominated back and forth. And we watch it, we, we talk watch about it, we it. We talk about it, we talk about our lives. It for you to listen to. We have fun. And yada, we yada, do yada. One of those two things regularly. You have fun. We wouldn't be doing this for, I believe this is 217 episodes. I'm forced to do this. I just want that on the record. I forced you to start this. Now I think you like doing this more than I do. Well, because I'd like everyone to hear how right I always am and how wrong you always are and how often you fuck up reading the back of the box. Look, bro, I have to read today's box and I'm worried about you it. You do. Oh, I'm, you should be worried about it. So um, if you are new here, we have a bet going from episode 200 to 250. You can't cheat. Don't read the box ahead of time. You cheater. Um, whoever, we alternate reading the back of the box and whoever... Messes up the most, loses, and we have to watch the winner's choice of series. And as it stands right now, um, I have read 16 boxes and messed up four times. And Mullet has read nine boxes and fucked up seven times. I'm still three behind you. I have read 16 boxes. No, but I'm like three behind you in terms of fuck ups. And you have read nine boxes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes. So no pressure here. None at all. Um, no pressure here. But before we get to the movie, like we oh. do up front here, like... Um, I thought that was going to be a good segue and get into it. Yeah, I don't know why you got into there, because we have other things I to talk about. I was really excited. 
Take I've been easy. wanting to talk about this movie since we watched it. Yesterday is when we watched it, um, which we'll get to in a moment. But also yesterday, well, two days ago, uh, we had the rare opportunity to spend an evening without our beautiful daughter, Jillian. Um, and yeah, we, we peaced out. Yeah, we did. <laughs> went to Halloween Horror Nights, the preeminent Halloween extravaganza in the state of Florida every single year at Universal Studios Orlando. Had a fun time. Could have been better if uh, we didn't go on Columbus Day and it was the busiest fucking day of all fucking time for Horror Nights ever. We normally go, we've done this on Columbus Day before. But like, that was like five years ago. I don't know what the fuck has changed. We also were able to get the Fast Pass that's half price, that's late night, which is now half priced, but half price still means it's like $90 a fucking person. I know, it was ridiculous to be So we had fun, we did the Stranger Things house, which is the main thing we wanted to do. Which was so cool. It was very cool, it was very, very good. We did one other house, which sucks because there was ten houses this year and I was excited about a couple of them. We didn't get a chance to do those. We did some rides, had some drinks, we had a good time. Um... We will go next year on like a fucking Wednesday when there's nobody there so we can experience everything. But um, yesterday was Columbus Day. Had an opportunity to take the baby to daycare and again have some freedom, but we were so tired from the previous night that we were going to go out and see a movie. But we said fuck that. We didn't. We came home, watched this instead. And uh, started a puzzle, which we're still working on, and then picked up the baby. The baby's been kind of other weather. We don't know if she has, like, pink eye and ear infection, or she's just being a punk. We don't... I vote for option three. Yeah, I don't know what she's doing. Um, she's just got growing So we kind of took on. care of her last night when she was finally down. We um, managed to squeeze in watching a movie uh, that we won't talk about on the podcast because we don't own it, but it's a movie that was out last year we meant to see in theaters and did not get a chance to see. Um, very light, easy entertainment. We watched Tag last night. Um, we did. We did. John Hamm, Jeremy Renner, Hannibal Burris, Ed Helms, Jake Johnson, Isla Fisher, all kinds of people in this motherfucker. Leslie uh, Bibb. Leslie Bibb. Don't forget Leslie Bibb. Rashida Jones. You don't fuck with Rashida, no. Shout out to RJ Hates Rap. Um, Brian Dennehy was in it for like one scene. Um, it was fun. It was good. It was, it it was, was funny. enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was everything I expected it to be. Yeah. Wasn't anything else. It was else like standing. stupid fun. Yeah, you know. It, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm glad I we w- didn't pay any money for it. But Yeah. I wish that we had thought to do that. I have no desire. Ago. I have I'd way slap t- the shit out of you if we played tag. I have way too many things I've been doing with my friends for way too long. Yeah, that's true. To start anything else up. I've I've bought fucking video I bought fucking audio cassettes for the past eighteen goddamn years to give them the Andrews Angry. That's true. You I, keep that you keep that industry alive. Yeah, I do pickums for Podswoggle. I do. I don't really care what every, you do with like, everyone there's else. Play, well, that's very nice. So I have enough going but on. We have a baby. I don't need to that's play the only reason why we're still yeah connected. Jesus Christ! What is the matter with you tonight? I'm just nothing. Good Had a long Lord. day. The day after a holiday is always rough at the bank. Oh, yeah, I didn't work today, so yeah, I, I don't work tomorrow either. Yeah, I've been either, up since so. 5 o'clock in the morning. I was smart <laughs> and took it off. Um, oh, well, had you been smart to tell me to take it off, we could have gone to Halloween Horror Nights last night They instead. didn't have it last night. Was that your mouth or your butt? 
hard to tell sometimes. Nah, I just dissed myself. Because it makes it sound like I'm talking on my ass, but I don't. There Will Be Blood is this week's episode. Random selection. Samantha Drew. It means I read it. Ooh, I just mush mouth the shit out of that. Okay. One of the most wholly original American movies ever made, says Richard Sheckel. Time. Check to make sure there wasn't anything on the front. There's not. This widely acclaimed masterpiece and must-see American epic features the Academy Award-winning performance of Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Plainview and Son are independent oil men looking for prospects in California at the turn of the 20th century. They are challenged by a young preacher, Eli Sunday, played by Paul Dano, whose own ambition is matched by Plainview's. Their battle forms the center of a scary, darkly comic historical journey into the abyss of madness. There Will Be Blood is Paul Thomas Anderson's epic American nightmare, belching fire and brimstone and damnation to hell. It is, above all, a consummate work of art, says Manola Dargis, the New York Times. Let me see that name. I named Manola. I got that. That was close. That was close. Fuck this. Okay, you're still three behind me. You're still three behind me. What's your point? I'm catching up. I'm going to get you. I'm going to catch you. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. Um, you have been fighting seeing this movie for ten years. I have. I had had no desire to see this movie at all. This movie is wild, widely regarded as the I best know. movie of I its know. decade. Well, this the, movie the came aughts, out in... 2007. Uh-huh. We started dating in... 2007. Mm. I were, was... you, were you testing me, or did you honestly forget the year? No, I was testing you. When's our anniversary? February 17th. You struggle to answer that. <laughs> you need to shut the fuck up and let me talk about this movie now. Um, I wasn't as into movies when we started dating as I am now. I've always liked movies, not... Um, Ones that weren't, you know, those rom-com, teenage kind of love stories. Um, I liked, you know, weird movies that my mom liked. Like, you know, Rabbit, Rabbit Proof Fence and, you know, some of those other indie movies mm-hmm. and stuff. Magnolia, uh, Magnolia Sister. So, I, you know, those kinds of things. But, you know, I, I didn't really branch out too much and... When this movie came out, I just really didn't think I was going to like the premise of this movie at all. And, like, not really into gore and things. And I thought that this was gory. Um, it just warns you that there will be blood. And there is blood. No, I, I, I got that. Thank you so it's much. Also, it's also Thank you a, so much for, for explaining that to me. Because uh-huh. I don't think I, I would have uh-huh. known that. But And it's also... And also, I didn't really want to sit through a three-hour movie. Uh... When I was, you know, 10 years ago, when I barely had enough, like, willpower to, like, concentrate on a TV show. Mm-hmm. So, I, I just never saw it, and I never wanted to see it, um, really. I don't know. Just it wasn't classified as my type of movie. Sure. Uh, it's uh, right up my alley. Yeah. It is possibly our our newest best living director, Paul Thomas Anderson. It is our best living actor. Unfortunately, not no longer acting actor in that he quote unquote retired with his last movie. 
but um, but hopefully we'll reconsider that. But un- undoubtedly, he is the best. Um, and I loved Gangs of New York, which actually I saw. We saw it together. No, we did not. Gangs of New York came out in two thousand three. Oh yeah, no, not Gangs of New York. What movie am I thinking of? I have no idea. The mafia movie where they're in a gang, they shoot each other. That narrows it down. Let me tell you, I I could just give you the three that only fall into that category immediately. I have no idea what you're talking about. The mafia movie where they shoot each other. No, the, and the one that I had really wanted to see because I thought my grandfather would have really liked it. You don't want Gangster Squad? There you go. It has gang, gangster. Jesus Christ. Look, I've been up since 5 o'clock Gangs in the New morning. Gangs of New York is, was I've Martin Scorsese's pro, uh, passion project that he finally got done in 2002-2003. Had to be 2003 because we nominated with Nicholson and About Schmidt. Uh, watched it and heard this thing, oh, this Daniel Day-Lewis guy is like the best actor. And you watch it and he's like, yeah, this guy's fucking incredible. So um, so, so I remember seeing like the trailer for this and it's just his like first speech, which is basically like the first bit of dialogue or bit of talking in the whole movie because the first 15 minutes are basically quiet. Um, it's just that and the fucking incredible score um, by the dude from Radiohead. And it says like, you know, it's inspired by Up, I mean by Up, by Oil, by Upton Sinclair is what I meant, um, which I actually had read most of in, oh, yeah, because we talked about it in um, one of my journalism classes, I forget what it was, and I was like, yeah, I'm fucking in, and then you read the reviews and you kind of experience it. I think it's like the third time I've seen this, to be perfectly honest. Um, even though I've watched many scenes on YouTube or other platforms before, just because they're so good, uh, yeah, this this is one of the best movies ever made. It honestly is. It's it's long. It is. It can drag and get boring at times, but it's all about. There's nothing that's wasted in this movie. Every bit of of silence or every bit of uh, of cinematography or filmmaking is purposeful. And lead you to these just incredible moments of either acting or, um, or, uh, theme. What are you looking at me like that for? I'm just looking at you. I you're, can't look at you. No, this is how you're looking at me. You're looking at me like Jack Nicholson looks at Wendy and Danny playing outside in the snow in The Shining. You're looking at me like, I'm gonna fucking kill these two people. I swear to fucking God. I'm just looking at you. Oh, that's just how you look at me now. That's right. Um... So that said, I've been dying to watch this movie. I actually think I've nominated this at one point, and you said, no, I have to check my list to see. Chances so, are if you nominated it. You didn't, well, you didn't pick it, obviously, um, because you were trying to, to fight it. So we sat down. Like I just we said, had no interest in seeing this movie. So we sat down to do this puzzle yesterday, and I know you were fully planning on just like not even looking yeah, at the I screen. Yeah, I was planning on... Finishing this thousand-piece puzzle, uh-huh. not paying attention, glancing up every so often so I can't be accused of not actually seeing any part and of that, the movie. And that did not happen. That did not happen. I paused several times to watch mm-hmm. after that boring-ass first hour or so. I, it didn't really hold my attention in the beginning. I was like, what the fuck's happening? Well, the first Who scene... Who is this falling in, the, the, fir- in the oil? The first scene is him. He finds, like, the silver. He trades it in. G- makes like, like his first happening? Makes his first bit of money. And he then he starts... 
crawled, yeah. He like dragged himself up. Yeah, and then he starts. He should be dead. Then he starts. Um, there, there will be death. <laughs> there is there is death uh, in the very next scene because one of his guys gets like impaled with that like oil rig thing, and then he takes his child on as his own. Those scenes are heartbreaking with that little baby just. That baby was. Imagine it's my daughter just like they're like. Hmm. 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 And then, like, she take I would take that baby, and then she'd be he'd be my baby. Yeah, and um, so if Jillian saw you take another baby, she'd be like, "Daddy, no." Well, yeah, that's what she does now. Daddy, no. Yeah, um, yeah, and then it launches into like the meat, potatoes. Well, not the potatoes. There are no potatoes. Um, no, there's potatoes. There's no bread. Yeah, yeah. There's no bread. They couldn't. They couldn't yeah. grow grain. Which is, you know, this one man's. Oil, oil obsession, like this obsession and this drive to just be the best, be power filled and money hungry and controlling of everything. Um, and this going up against this, this righteous. Who has probably Wing the pot. same ideologies. Yeah, but just for totally different means. Who wants to be power-filled and is money-hungry and wants to control everything. Yeah. But tries to do it through, you know, every, the voice of every God. Every fucking scene with... So I love the scene where Paul Dano is Paul, because you only get one of them, uh, where he's the other brother. Yeah, when, because where he's, he's the one who goes and says, here, this is where you have to go. Yeah, he's so totally different. It sets the tone for the rest of the movie, and it's a great payoff at the end. Um, which we'll get to in that, you know, he just reveals like, your brother is the one who made out with this. Your brother got 10 grand cash right. and is not doing very well for himself. Has his own company. Has his own company. He's killing it. You know, he's, he was the, the real brother. Um, which originally I read was that's all Paul Dana was supposed to be in the movie. Yeah, but he's so good. Well, that and also I don't know if some, if some of the other actors, they were just like, uh, can you do both? <laughs> And, like, I can't imagine that Eli character as anybody else. Yeah, no, like, I think what I read is that he did such a good job mm-hmm. that they wanted him like, to have a bigger role. Yeah. But they'd already filmed all the Paul thing. Yeah, so, like... So they gave him... Yeah, it's crazy. ...this to, to make them twins instead, so that's pretty cool. So there's, there are these long stretches of meticulous planning and and things building to these just incredible moments... Like, that means so much. And this is like an epic, too. This, yeah. This takes place over many, many years. Four, Start, four different specific time periods. Starts in what? Like the late 1890s. 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, I think it's like 1898-1902-1911-1927-something-like-that-yeah-so-it-takes-place-like-you-know-throughout-like-this-this-lifetime-and-hits-a-ton-of-things-I-mean-it-was-just-an-interesting- character study i didn't know that this is what the movie was about mm-hmm. i didn't know it was based on um the upton sinclair book. it's very loosely loosely based interpreted. on the upton yeah, yeah. sinclair book but i didn't know that it was about this you know you know oil maniac and and how he came to be and you know how he was driven to madness and I really enjoyed it. I would not say he's driven to madness, but go on. I think the madness was always in him. Yeah. And it finally drove him to go over the edge. Well, I, I, think, well, I think the alcohol is a big part of it. Um. Well, yeah. Probably alcohol. He probably had syphilis. 
What was I that mean, he about? probably did. Probably did. Lots of people did in the 1890s. There's plenty of people that live in the world now that have syphilis, and they're not, they don't beat fucking somebody to death with a bowling pin. Not that you know. How many people you know have syphilis? None. How many people you know beat somebody up with a bowling pin? None. Okay, my point. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, no, I don't know. He probably, you know, has something in, you know, how common mental illness is now. I'm sure it was prevalent then, and alcohol doesn't help, um, you know, those things, and... Yeah, I don't think he was mentally ill. I think he was... I think that there was something. I think he was this incredibly... What's the word I'm looking for? Incredibly driven to a fault entrepreneur who did not care about anybody else but okay. himself. Fine. As no it, mental illness. So maybe this, like, some nar- sociopath? Not, not, narcissist, nar- not narcissistic. No, not even sociopathic. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. Kind of this megalomaniac, I guess I would say. I, like, it's it's perfectly descriptive in that scene with his quote-unquote brother. Right. Where he's that's talking, where he's talking about, of. you know. Growing up. I, I can't even fucking stand being around anybody. Yeah, like, like I, I don't want to share things with anyone. Yeah. And he gets exactly what he wants. He gets the house he's talking about. He gets the life that he wants. And he is just fucking miserable. Like, he can barely move. He's decrepit. He's... But part of that could also be because he drove his son away. And, like, we're jumping all over the place now. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, movie. yeah. But I think part of that could also be because this one person who he did feel close to... And let in was his son. He drove him away. He drove him away, and I think that's also part of it. Because he drives him away. He says things to him, purposefully hurtful things Mm -hmm. that maybe he didn't think were true anymore. And the next scene is him lying on, like, in, like, the bowling alley lane. Like, you know, like, you think it was done purposefully Mm -hmm. to show that that was, like, his last, like, anchor Mm -hmm. into being kind of a ground. Yeah. Person? Well, his son was an obstacle. His like when what happened to his son, when his son gets involved in an accident, loses his hearing. Like you see those scenes, like how how um, difficult his son was to deal with. Like he couldn't take the time to do that. He couldn't spare it. So, and then his son does what he does to his quote unquote brother, and the combination of those things, like he was a liability to everything he had working for. Mm-hmm. So he had to send him away. And of course his son, I mean, he could have done it a little bit better than leaving him, abandoning him on a train uh, and then escaping the train. But you see how it like hurts him. You see how it affects him, but it almost kind of feels like, like hollow still. Like it almost feels like we're watching him. And he knows we're watching, so he feels like he has to put it on. Because I, I don't know, it's something I've I've always interpreted about it is that, you know, it, it's like a, it was always a guilty conscience thing, and he's just trying to play this role in case anybody notices it. That's why he brings his son. He right, yeah. He, he portrays his family man right. to all these people to buy their land and 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 try to get oil and and everything else. Um, same thing with. He's he's smarter than everybody else in the fucking room. He strikes the right deal with the right oil company and shoves it in there the other uh, other oil company's ass. He plays Eli like a fiddle 
and takes the the embarrassment and the punishment. You know when he gets uh, what is that baptized? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when yeah, he gets baptized, because as, as soon as he goes through that, you know he expresses all that emotion in that one moment about his son. Probably the only like passion he really truly shows about it mm-hmm. at all. And then as soon as it's over with, you know, I love that fucking scene so much because it's just him just getting through it and taking and he stands up and immediately says something you really can't even tell to Eli but you just know like he got his way because now he's gonna you know yeah I mean it I just it was very powerful it was it was a really powerful movie I loved watching you watch this because like I could sense I was like oh you're fucking digging this now yeah like the first thing you said like when I like I was like, all right, I think I'm done with this puzzle for the night. I sat back on the couch to just watch the movie. You're like, you like this, don't you? I said, yeah. And you said, you fucking bitch. We could have watched this many times. Had I known, sure. But, I mean, going into it, and I've said on the show before, I'm not one to dig in too much to movies because I don't want to ruin anything. So I don't really, you know. So you knew nothing. I didn't really know anything about this movie, you- except for the milkshake line. So you only knew the line. Okay, yeah. good. I was worried. And that Khalees made her song based on that scene. It's not true at all. Um, what? It's not. Um, no, so just really like that one, like the, the quotes. Um, but that was really it. You know, I don't, and especially if it's not a movie I'm into, I try to stay away from it. Mm-hmm. But especially with how, I mean, now, back then it wasn't so prevalent, but now, like, you can't scroll through Facebook once a movie comes out right. without getting spoiled on something. And I try to keep it pure so I can still have, like, those pure reactions mm-hmm. and things like that. So it I didn't is- really know a lot about the movie. I just knew I didn't... I assumed I didn't want to watch it based on the titling. And I think I probably saw a trailer and it was just... It seemed dark and heavy and I didn't want to watch it. And the trailer it. is a little qu- quirky because that's yeah. what PTA kind of does is, like, he make You know, he has some... Some idiosyncrasies about his work. He's very much an artor. Um, so, so the trailer, <laughs> the trailer, does you know not really give you this like idea yeah. of what it's going to be. So even when you see it, so I was like, eh, no, I'll pass. Yeah. And I, you know, um, yeah, and 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 I didn't really know anyone was in this except for Daniel Day Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know. I mean, it's, it's a very small cast. I mean, there's yeah. plenty of people, you know, surrounding the movie, right, but, but your like principal main, characters. Yeah, and I and, and there's I a handful. Was like, yeah. So like, I didn't go out to see this movie for anyone, you know. So I I just didn't have an interest. Now, was there still I'm any, interested? Was there still anything you did not like? Uh, I didn't like. <sighs> this movie was how long? Like three it was hours? Two, no, it's two hours and uh, like thirty eight minutes. Ah. Okay, so almost three hours. Yeah. Okay, almost three hours. This c- movie could have could have been almost closer to two hours, and I think that it would have helped it along. What would I you didn't cut? Like, there's just a lot of dragging, a lot of dragging. I don't think that we needed the whole beginning part where he found the silver. Well, it shows you his struggle, it gives sure. you an idea of. Cool. All right, so that's ten minutes. So you're down to two twenty eight. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay, and then there's just like. There was a lot of, like, back and forth and back and forth. Some of the things, like, I did not like the scene where he left this boy on the train. Made me real sad. It's integral to the fucking movie. I, I don't care is. about your fucking person, like, your emotions. You 
can fuck off. <laughs> I'm trying to say my opinion. You just talked for half an hour about your opinion. The record's at 20 seconds. So. Well, I wasn't going to be specific on the times in case you edited it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to box you into a corner. Mm-hmm. It's uh, You've boxed me in a corner for 12 years. We've only been together for 11, so that's great. Oh, it feels like it's dragged. I cut an extra year off. Are you just done with the podcast? Are you just... You can't fucking go tit for tat? Hello? Yes. This is a... It's a dialogue we have. We have a back Are you sure it's not a soliloquy? Because I think that you thought it was. I love this sort of soliloquy. Oh. I recorded Pause Day by myself for 20 minutes. It may be the best episode we ever did. I'm kidding. I'm fucking kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love the sound of my voice. Side note, he's totally not kidding. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. He's totally not kidding. He's got that lying mouth thing that he does. (laughs) I do He totally has that lying mouth. No, I don't. Who are you going to believe? No, I don't. I'm just putting it on. You're not putting it on. Why? Because all the people out there can see you? I'm not lying. I'm the only one looking at you. I'm not lying through my teeth. I am Dr. Teeth. What's going on? Cool distraction. It's good to be back here on the show. Salutations in Arrivederci. I don't know. It's going in and out. For me. Dr. Teeth, I can't stay around too long. Why, are you on tour? Yeah, the Electric Mayhem and I. Where, where, where are you going on tour? Everywhere. Everywhere? What songs are you singing? The hits. What, such as? The good ones. Like? Every song you've ever heard the Electric Mayhem do. Like what? Can you give me a sample, please? Sing nope, you ain't paying. I'll pay you. How much you paying? How much you want? I need money up front. No. What movie are we talking about this week? There will be blood. Ooh, it makes me queasy. So long. <laughs> Dr. T, everybody. Every week, he gives you the most valuable insight you've ever seen. Look, no lie. Dr. T's wanted a baby animal who is still in daycare to go on tour with... Him as an adult with the rest of the Electric Mayhem as adults because they couldn't find a drummer as good as Baby Animal. I saw it on the, on a real real true life show <laughs> documentary mockumentary. Cool. It was the Muppet Babies. Yeah, <laughs> I think they know what it is. Um, all right, so you didn't like that the movie was too long and you'd cut some stuff out there. Um, what didn't you like? Well, I do agree that it, it, it does drag in parts. Oh, like, oh, oh, oh. You shut the fuck up. You're giving me such shit for saying that it was too long and it was dragging and then you said the same exact thing? Um, I don't like... You're an uh, asshole. Um, the main thing I don't like is going to get into LVP territory. Not, not that that's the reason why I don't like it, but I'll talk about it when we get into LVP. Mm-hmm. Um, Go on, just start it. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not there yet. Um, is there anything you, like... You really, really liked. Did you have a favorite scene or a favorite moment? Um, Your first time watching it. I mean, there's plenty. There's there's a lot of really good. There's so much heightening stuff. of emotion. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. the 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 three most famous scenes are. Well, you can't even say that. So the the big there's so many. The big like o- like first oil disaster when they finally strike oil and like, like you it's know, like the gusher. Yeah, his son his son goes death. Like that's shot beautifully. It uh, is. The cinematography. Uh, Robert Elswit won the Oscar for this. 
and it's deservedly so. There's so much beauty and so much... Just the wide shot. So much purpose behind yeah. all of it. Um, so that always stands out. His his speech, like his first little speech. The speech to the to the people? Yeah. That was really good. I really enjoyed that. I mean, really that was any, improvised, mostly. Yeah, and then every interaction between him and Paul Dano. So, like, there's just so much fucking contempt in everything he does. Like, like did he legit not like him? No, no, it's just the character. Like, that's how good he is, is like... Just every look and every response. Like, even when he's, like, fake being nice to him, it's, like, the most condescending, yeah. like, gritting teeth thing I've ever heard. And then when he's, like, slapping and beating him up because the guy died and the explosion happened because the, the well wasn't properly blessed. Um, my two favorites are, you know, when he gets baptized at the behest of Bandy. You know, just, God, that whole sequence is incredible to watch. But nothing tops the end. The end of the movie, I've probably watched... I said I've watched this movie from beginning to end three times. I've probably watched that like 30 times, to be perfectly yeah, honest. I mean, it's so... I mean, even stuff that I'm leaving out. So, like, Paul Dano, like, when he's doing that sermon that uh, that Daniel Lewis walks into, and he's, like... He's basically, like, going... Not, not convulsions, but, like... He's basically like shrieking his vocal cords out of his body as he's taking the arthritis out of that lady and not fucking the demons out of her like he thought he was like he thought he said. You literally made us rewind the movie because you thought he said that he was fucking the demons out he of her. He did. This lady. He said fucking. He said suck them out. He which said, isn't better, out. but he said suck, not fuck. He said fuck. He, he said fuck them out. And then he started like ma- making out with her hands. And Molasses to rum made me so uncomfortable. If you didn't listen to last week's episode 1776, um, go back and do so, and now and then you'll know, for whatever reason, why I've had molasses to rum, the song, stuck in my head. Like, I can't sing that like, song in fucking like, public. It's not even a good song. It's not a good song. I just, like, like, I'll get bored. I'll sit, I'll be sitting, like, in we quiet. Waiting, I'll be like, molasses to rum. We were rum. waiting in line to go into one of these haunted houses at Halloween Horror Nights, and yeah. he just started singing it, and I freak out. Like, it's just ridiculous. Like, he'll just break out with them. I'm like, why are you singing that song? I don't know why. He's like, I don't know. Uh, and he doesn't just, sing any other words except just, molasses to molasses rum. Molasses rum. Just in different cadences, <laughs> different rhythms, yeah, beats. Yeah, it's weird. Um, How would Childish Gambino sing molasses to rum? Why is that a thing? I just he, wanna, w- he wouldn't. I just want <laughs> to hear you do different, different things. No. I'm not your fucking... How would Adele sing it? No. Sing I it can't, like Adele. I can't do any of those people. Molasses the rum. Come see us on tour. That's not. <laughs> Should quit while you were ahead, bro. <laughs> Fuck. That sucks. Uh, anyway, getting so the scene also where his son comes back through like the the sign language interpreter is fucking really hard to watch, but for all the best reasons when he just admits to him that he was um, an orphan that he took on. He wants something to do with him. And then the son's like, yeah, I don't, I'm glad I have none of you in me. Like, that whole yeah. stretch is so powerful. But nothing tops the end. Nothing tops that, like, just that victory that he has over Eli. Just telling him he's fucking after birth. He should be in a jar. He lost. He's not getting money. He's a failure. He's a false prophet. Making him do everything. Um... And then, yeah, the fucking milk, like, so you knew the line. Do you even know the context of the line, like, at no, all? Um, I, no. 
It's just like I like I anticipate. I drink your milkshake every time. It's not even. It's it's just you have a milkshake, and I have a milkshake, and I have a straw that goes all the way over here, and I and just like and I drink your milkshake. I drink it right up. I didn't. I honestly just like his like freakouts like in this like two and a half hour movie. I love that it comes down to this this fucking like this grown ass drunk millionaire in the twenties just fucking fake slurping a milkshake, and like fucking going nuts that he's a third revelation and yelling drainage like it's so good and he's fucking kills him with a bowling pin and it's maybe my favorite closing line of a movie ever as well it means so much he you know he's done i'm finished he, he doesn't have anything else he has to do he's accomplished everything he's ever wanted to do he's good he's probably gonna die in prison or he's not he's a millionaire he's already killed somebody yeah he's, not <laughs> he's going good to prison. yeah no, he's not going to prison. No, I mean, it, it, it was very good. It was good. Ah, I fucking love that scene. That's the best. Uh, let's get an MVP and LVP. I mean, MVP is obvious. Oh, yeah, it's definitely Daniel Day-Lewis. No one else could have done that. No. I will say that I have a, brand, a whole new appreciation for Paul Dano after viewing this movie. You'd mentioned like how you've always loved him and everything, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really, you know, like Little Miss Sunshine. Can't really like visualize much else, but like, he's in any other movie. In any other movie, he's like a runaway, but in oh, this, yeah. he's obviously second best to Daniel Day Lewis just because of who it is. But like his emotion and his groveling and his passion is unparalleled. But Daniel Lee Lewis, I mean, mm-hmm. what else is there to say? You know, nobody, nobody can do what he does. Uh, is this his first? I don't think we've watched anything else that he's in. I don't think we have. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we have. So, or if we have, I don't think he's won MVP. I mean, I don't see how we could watch a movie of his and he wouldn't win MVP. So, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is his first. Um, we've had some close calls in the past. Yeah, but I, we, we haven't watched Kings in New York. We haven't watched Lincoln. We haven't watched, I'll, 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 I mean, anything else. Mm. Um, oh, um, how old do you think that Paul Dano is? Now? Yeah. He's probably in his early 30s. Okay, yeah. He's, what, like 32, 33? 34. 34? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think he perpetually looks like he's, like, 18. <laughs> he is. Well, fuck that I means so he's 34 now so 12 years ago he was 20 who's 22 mm-hmm. in little miss sunshine mm-hmm. jesus um in little miss sunshine he looks like the son from horton here's a who <laughs> he does that's true um other people who i like i like the little kid dylan frazier he was just a fucking little kid like, he wasn't an actor. They couldn't find really? anybody. Yeah, they just, like, locally, like, went to school and did, like, an open casting call. And the teacher's like, oh, you should see this kid. And they're like, oh, yeah, we like him. He's in. And the kid's like, no, I don't want to be an actor. He's like a fucking, uh, he's like a bull rider. <laughs> it's like, it's no shit. That's funny. Yeah, but, like, even Daniel Lewis had this, like, amazing chemistry. Daniel Lewis, like, thanked him in his, like, Oscar speech. Like, this, like, little boy who, like, never did anything else. Hey. He was great. He was really good. Keep getting them checks, little boy. As a bull rider. <laughs> <laughs> you probably should have been an actor because bull riding. I don't know what bull riders make, but you know. Um, hazard pay. Do they? I mean, I, I don't feel like bull riders should get hazard pay. If you are a bull rider, you know the hazard you're getting into. I'm not paying you for fucking what you came here to do. All right, look, whatever. 
Um, Syrian Hines is in this. I think that's uh, Grandpappy from Frozen. He's fine. Um, LVP. Who's your LVP? I have my LVP. But... Um, oh, man. This is tough. And again, there's not a lot to draw from. There's not a huge, huge cast. Another, another uh, thing I like to say uh, while you're looking to support Paul Dano in terms of, like, just his performance. I also like the scene where, like, he just berates his father and, like, beats him up um, for, like, not being a man. And his his um, sermons were pretty cool, pretty powerful. Well, that's what I was saying, the sermon earlier, yeah, yeah. like, when he's, like, fucking about to explode. Well, yeah, no, he... and then, like, even, like, at the baptism, like, just oh, any yeah. bits that you see of that, like, you can see it just, mm-hmm. like... Underneath, oh, yeah. um, I don't know. I feel like there's a handful of people who can't be it because they didn't do anything. They had you know a couple lines here or there, or whatever. That's not who I'm going. Um, y- you didn't like this kid who wasn't an actor, did you? That's literally the kid I was just talking about. Who I was giving him props. Oh, okay. Yeah, you did not listen to a word I was saying. Mm, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh. Well, there's not very much else. All right, well, I'll just tell you then. Didn't like the brother. The quote-unquote brother. The brother. That's the one thing Maybe. I don't like about this movie is that, that side that plot. That storyline? That I would cut out. I get oh. the point behind it. Oh. You're cutting out stuff that's crucial to the movie you in terms... You don't think this brother plot is? I don't either? think it's crucial. I think it helps. It I, sets in... It sets a chain of events? It does. Emotion. There could have been something else that the, the boy did besides burning, try to burn this person alive to do that. I didn't like the subplot of this person lying about who he is. I, I get it It shows how bloodthirsty and how no-nonsense Daniel Plainview is in terms of taking this guy out because, you know, he was a threat to... It wasn't even a threat to him. Like, we could have just, like, sent him on his way. He did it because of the lying. Sure. And he did it because he was like, what do you want from me kind of thing. He felt threatened from that aspect more than anything. I mean, um, it does create some powerful moments, like when they're sitting there on the beach and he re- it makes the realization that it's not his brother because he, you know, he references something that only his brother would understand. You know, I love that moment of realization and then like his facial expressions when they're at the brothel or like, the stri- where were they at? Sure. They- sure. He was f- trying to fuck somebody. Um, I mean, asking I don't for think money. He's limited to like a brothel or anything. He could have just walked in someone's house and be like, "I want to fuck you," and then. Why would he ask for money? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know how things work in the nineteen. But I think the main reason I didn't like it was just because I didn't like that guy's performance. He was just very. Yeah, he was very meek and meh. meek and boring. Like I'm not asking him to have the charisma of. Daniel Plainview, because he's obviously not going to, because they're not related. But, um, yeah, I just didn't like, didn't like him, which in turn made me not like... The character. The character. Well, you're not supposed to like the character, but I didn't like, you know, that plot. You didn't like it in the right way. Yeah, exactly. Um, So that'd be my nomination. Okay, I think that's a good one. Okay, I mean, because there's also really not anybody else that has anything of real substance, you know, that would note... Right. That that would warrant it. Yeah, so Kevin... Kevin J. O'Connor is the LVP of There Will Be Blood. Um, 
Another scene random I like is when H.W. Uh, comes back from like boarding school and he takes him out to get some steak. And like the other oil company is also there. And the reason he didn't go with them is because he was, you know, family. I don't know, just him, like, putting a napkin over his face and, like, fake, <laughs> fake. And, like, talking about it like he was not the one saying it. <laughs> that was so, really funny. Like, there's so many, like, there's so many, like, moments from watching this time where I went, like, hmm, as, like, I recognize things, like, how they meant to be, like, foreshadowing or meant to play out later, but also, like, weirdly comic moments. Like, just some of Daniel Lewis's, like, stoic fucking facial expressions are just great. Or just some of the things, like, he pulls out um, are just fucking pitch perfect. It's one of the best performances I've ever seen in a movie. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. I did. I'm I was glad surprised. You liked it. Second movie in a row where I had to type in my notes. Again, surprised by how much I enjoyed it. I know what I'm talking about. Let's not go crazy. I'm, do- I'm on a roll here. No. I'm doing really well. Not and your, now you've just fucked it up. Not your bullshit fucking favorites. What's the last movie that we watched that you were like, oh man, I love this movie? Let's see. Probably something pretty shitty. No. Don't tell mom the video. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> I, I rest my case. You ride or die on Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, and I'm just dying to watch fucking There Will Be Blood. If that doesn't sum us up, I don't know what the fuck does. The dishes are done. The dishes are done, man. The dishes are done. Can you get the fuck out of here? I'm going to give this movie a zero just on principle now. Anything else you want to talk about on Narrowly Blood? No, I want to get away from you as quickly as possible. I mean, you fucked me up. Man, shit, I fucked up this card twice. Uh, you you could just rewrite the card, right? No, because I already have all this other stuff written on it. You alone. know you can rewrite all the things. No. Well, cause I have to scratch it out now. It looks dumb. Uh, every time I see this card, I'll be like, anyway. oh, I fucked up. It doesn't <laughs> look dumb. I look dumb. Huh? It looks dumb. Let's finish this up so you can go to sleep, what? which you basically already are. I'm you still have to do all those dishes. Oh, God. Oh, God. I cooked dinner. Oh. God, I had to work all day. Oh, I and took... I still had to get up at five so I could get the baby ready because you were too lazy to do it. No, uh, it was vacation day. Oh, uh-huh. I slept in. Oh, cool. When when did I sleep in this weekend? You should... On the days that you said, oh yeah, you sleep in Sunday. Sunday that's during the week, you're like, oh, I don't want to get. That's not, that's not what happened at all. That is not what happened Tell me at what all. Happened. Tell me what happened. She wasn't feeling well, so we both got to take care of her, and you were awake. You could have gone back to sleep. I, I, I offered. No, you didn't. Yes. Not. Oh, my God. Yes, I did. No, These people didn't. need to hear this. Oh, what are we going to do for breakfast? You're not going to go get me Taco Bell breakfast? Oh, I have to have that cereal? That was never a fucking thing. That was not it at all. You're just making shit up. You're trying to drum up sympathy from people. They know you're full of shit. Score time. I'm waiting for you to score. You score oh, I first. Score first. You didn't tell me I score first. You score first. You drew it. You, you score first. Up, you change it every time. No, I don't. I'm very. Do. I have a memory. An eight point five. five. I have to say, if it's a point five, if it's a point, it has to be something. Eight point five. Wow, good for you. Look at you. Proud of you. That's <laughs> dripping with sarcasm. <laughs> I found your next impression, a feminine gym teacher. What? <laughs> I was not a feminine gym teacher. I'm proud of you. 
How's that a feminine gym teacher? I said effeminate. So, like, you're like... That was still neither. Yes, it was. That's what it made me think of, because you sounded ridiculous. This movie's a 10. It's, like I said, it's... It topped all of the end-of-decade polls. Um, I first thought that it wasn't going to be, and even throughout this podcast, I was thinking that it possibly was like only a 9.5 to me because of what I said, you know, some of the length and some of the subplots. But in the end, everything else makes up for it. It's a journey to get to where it is. It is, like the reviews say on here, incredibly original and an amazing work of art. So there I'm giving it a 10. So that is a 9.25, I believe. It is. For There Will Be Blood. Um, very good. So we drew this out of the box. Um, we cheated this week because last night when we were... You need to tell people that. Look, I'm breaking kayfabe. I'm sorry. When uh, we were looking to see what we were going to do, we almost watched Split. Of course, Halloween is rapidly approaching, and that's more so also a reminder to us we've got to get our costumes and everything in order and ready. You don't even know what the fuck you're going to be. Candle head. Cool, I'm just going to duct tape a fucking lit candle to your head and hope you bust in the flames. <laughs> yep. Me too. <laughs> um, so we were like, are we going to watch Split? Because we, we, you know, we wanted to make sure the rest of the, the month is like spooky movies. I'm like, well, no, let's... Spooky. Spooky crisp! I'm <laughs> trying to kill I'm you. I'm going to spit this all over <laughs> you. Um... So I was like, well, let's draw something out of the box. We have to draw something out of the box anyway. And it may be something that we can watch tonight that also fits. It fits, but we didn't feel like watching it last night. That's why we watched Tag instead because we technically were, you know, a little ahead. So Split's coming up next week um, or the week after. The other movie coming up next week or the week after is uh, another horror movie, but it's a horror movie from back in the day. It's about 50 years old. Cool. Uh, it is a Criterion Collection film uh-huh. uh, directed by Roman Polanski. So that makes cool. it incredibly spooky. Uh, Repulsion is the movie, which I've, I've never seen. It's You've never an, seen an either. emotion. It's also an emotion that I feel. It's also every day of my life. Every um, fucking stop day. Stop in the face. Um, so yeah, Get so Repulsion, will be, a Repulsion and Split will be in the next two weeks. Will pretty much be our Halloween episodes. Um... Saw this movie on a recommendation, or have not seen this movie, bought this movie on a recommendation. We'll talk about that when we do it. Um, do you have an expectation score? You oh. know nothing about it. Wow, I forgot we did expectation mm-hmm. scores. No, I'm not even writing it down. I'm just asking. Okay, um, not a big fan of horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I get too scared. I'm gonna go with a uh, four and a half. A four and a half. Okay. Yeah, because I'm not really sure. Well, the last Roman Polanski horror movie we watched was Rosemary's Baby, so. And I did not. You liked it, yeah. It was like three years ago, so you don't remember. You don't remember anything. I did not remember watching that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I'll, I'll I'll give but it. Like, I do not. Want, oh, you're right. No, no. We watched a movie before I had a baby. Yeah. It was terrifying mm-hmm. for me to have a baby. I'm gonna give it a seven. I, I think I'm gonna like it. Uh, We'll see what uh we'll see what happens. Okay, sounds good. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you as always 
Check us out on arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and all the other ones in our network of shows. If you like this show and you like our network, you can go to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio. Support us there with um, money every single month. You get bonus content. Also celebrating the Halloween season on patreon.com uh, will be the bonus episode of Practical Magic with Sam and her two best friends. Um, you can also f- listen to the Mullet Award nominations and results there. You can vote in the 2014 Mullet Awards. Please, please, please vote, 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 vote. We have a lot of to-dos for you. <laughs> vote. Listen to our Patreon. Yeah. Um, subscribe, rate, and review us on wherever your podcast's mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. Um, ArcadeAudio.net slash The Mullets, by the way, is that uh, website for voting in the 2014 Mullet Awards. Um, follow us on social media at pod, nope, at Mary W Movies on Twitter, facebook.com slash marriedwithmovies, and send us an email, marriedwithmovies at gmail.com. What? Why are you looking at me like that now? You're the looks that you give me. I, this should be a video podcast sometimes because the way you look at me honestly concerns me half the time. Why? Because I don't know if you're going to fucking try to eat me. You're gonna try to fucking kill me? You're gonna try to fuck me? You're gonna try to all of the above? Uh, that's weird. You're not Hannibal Lecter. I could be. You could. Are be you t- into that? No. Who's into Who's into being eaten? I'm sure there are some people. There's nobody who's like. I'm sure it's a kink. Don't kink shame. People can't help with. People are into on. biting. People are like, hey, devour me. Look, some of those people are into the, like those vampire things, and they actually have people bite them and suck their blood. Yeah, it's sucking their blood. That's not like swallowing and, and cooking and eating my fucking flesh. Okay, fair point. Thank you. But don't kink shame. It's not nice. <laughs> for mullet. This is an exacerbated mullet. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. I'm going to bed. Good. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.